Hey, how's it going? Yo, what's good? What's up, man? How's it going? Um, so this is uh, this is great. I'm really excited to have you guys both as uh, guests. Um, I, I, I to start things off, I, I wanted to kind of um, you know, obviously um, let you guys introduce yourselves and stuff, and um, if you guys want, uh, talk about the new EP and stuff. Well, first, thank you for having us and uh, yeah, taking an sure. interest in the project and the music. This is Intel, the I-N-T-E-W-L, one half of Second Generation Wu and The Gifted. And uh, also, as well, appreciate you for having us on. This is Bobby Briz, OBX, a uh, member of Intellectual Entertainment, Staten Island, New York. Thanks, guys. No, I, I, I really appreciate having you guys um uh, on here and and um, so so yeah, like you said, Staten Island. Um, you guys are repping Staten um, pretty hard, and and uh, you guys are both um, up and coming, and 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 really have a lot of talent. And um, so yeah, I I, I kind of want to know how this project came about. Like you guys have very um, different sounds, and kind of want to know how it just sort of started. So I'll I'll talk a little bit about how me and Bobby first met, and then um, or how we you know started to build, and then I'll let Bobby take it explaining the project because um, it was an idea that he came to me with, and then we built from there. But uh, I met Bobby, he booked me for a show. Um, someone had told him about me from the island, and uh, he was booked for artists for one of his shows for release. OBX release OBX yeah. release party. And he booked me and he hit me up on Facebook Messenger. Yeah, yeah back when I was on Facebook, <laughs> trash. And um, then, you know, we just built and, and um, I had a great time at the show. And then from there on, we did a collab. I think the next thing was, right? Yeah, on my album, Brazil. Soul Man. Yes. Yeah. With and then the chemistry from there built to a friendship. And um, fast forwarding through, you know, other collabs and, and, and um, you know, doing music together and shows and whatnot, he's like, yo, let's. Uh, I want to do something. Let's, uh, let's do something like a joint collaborative something. How do you feel about that? And I just had, a, you know, my son was born not too long ago. So, like, I was like, what? I got a lot going on right now, Bobby. I can't, you know, you, you, I can't. I'm not in the mood. He's basically like, listen, I'll, I'll take care of everything. Just write. And I was like, I, can, I think I can do that. Yeah, so, uh, I mean, I had, like you said, I met, we met in, like, uh, 2016 when I had dropped the OBS mixtape. Um, and... I just, uh, there's not too many artists I feel like that I come across that have the same or better work ethic than me. And I can definitely say he has a way more uh, disciplined work ethic than me. Uh, this guy's always working. So, uh, you know, we did collab on both of my projects. And uh, then I was, he was on Unite. I was on Unite as well. Was that the first time he was on my project? Yeah. So I was on his project, Unite. And uh, so basically, I, I mean, I was working on a project with my group, and it kind of got delayed a little. We're still working on it now to this day. But uh, so I had booked a release party for the project I was doing with my group OVX, but uh, it wasn't looking like we were going to be getting it done by the time we had the, the show booked. So I had reached out to Intel, and I was like, yo, listen, you're the only person who works fast, <laughs> works efficiently. And I was like, if you have the time, you know, I'll take care of everything. You know, let's just let's just pick up some some beats we had scattered around and 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 just make some heat. And he he exactly. did it. And uh, you know, the rest is history. It came out. It came out. He's black. He's white. Available on all platforms. 
So, yeah, so everybody got to go check that out. Um, everybody's listening. Um, definitely want to um, get into this uh, music video a little bit, too. Um, yeah, yeah, I wanted, I, I, re I really dig the sound and like the contrast and everything to the video. So how did, how did that all come about? Uh, so we were talking about he's black, he's white. And we're like, yo, we need at least one visual for maybe two. And at the time, you know, everything just kind of started happening all at once. Cause me and Bobby were working on that. And that was going to be my main focus for the remainder of 2019. But then uh, the second generation Wu brand started to be, you know, gain a lot of traction. So that took a little bit of my focus away from he's black, he's white. And then when I got back to it, I was like, let's do a visual either, you know, for Dino or for Pendulum. Cause, and then we decided to go with Pendulum because it's a great introduction to what the project is. A little bit of him, a little bit the of me. The first song also. The first song. Back and forth. And um, I, I had to, the, 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 idea for the video came to me in like a you know vision or a dream whatever you want to call it and i was like yo we just need to be in a dark room with a with a light bulb swinging back and forth like a pendulum mm -hmm. and um i hit up my team and, and you know we, we we made it happen we put it together shot on iphone looking crispy with the uh with the dope visual effects and the smoke and uh I, it's one of my favorite videos that we've ever done a shout out to That's kennedy price for, for sorry um should i shot shot on the iphone the video Yep. Yep. Yeah. That was, I mean, it's really, it's really, uh, it's really crisp. It's really, it's really, you couldn't tell. I mean, that's one of those things where it's like, you know, um, shout out to the technology, I guess. You know what I mean? I'm sorry. About, uh, it's, also, off, it's also, um, I'm a, I'm a filmmaker as well. And I've been filming on the iPhone since it came out since 2007 so i'm one of the probably one of the few people in existence that is like a true iphone filmmaker and and has the the experience to take an iphone and do what the pros can do uh intel shot four of my six videos and uh on on his iphone and you can no one can even tell the difference that it wasn't done on all this twenty thousand yeah thing. exactly crazy equipment that's that's i mean it, it's really incredible um, and I'm working on a sidebar, sidebar from the music. I'm working on a short film this summer. It's going to be completely shot on iPhone. And it's about the Holocaust. Oh, wow. That's the first time I've said that out loud. So you got that, <laughs> you got that exclusive. Now it's, got, now it's going to be here. So. <laughs> no, every, I'm, I'm definitely looking forward to it. Um, uh, you know, that, that sounds amazing. Um, I have a lot, I have a lot of, uh, you know, my, my grandparents on my mother's side were both Holocaust survivors. So it's, it's oh, like, wow. I, 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 yeah, I could totally, it's, it's like, it's deep. It's a very, it's a very, you know, that's a, that's a big subject. Um, I wanted to talk, I wanted to talk a little bit about um, the Wu Project also, because um, I'm just curious, as I'm sure everybody else is, um that's listening wants to know what's going on with that um and if you guys are are um working on an album or so we were in the process of working on a second generation Wu album with me intel uh power uh sun god and ydb but due to scheduling conflicts and YDB being on tour with the Wu and Sun God being on tour with his father, 
they have decided to stick to what they were doing already. And because it's just me and Power really, you know, continuing on with the second generation brand and, and building it up and, and everything like that. And now the album is going to sound more like, you know, something that me and him would create as opposed to all four of us. We've decided to to go under a different uh, band name. So, you know, Intel and Power are now gifted, GFTD, which stands for Go For The Dream or Go For The Dome because that's what the music does. That's what our lyrics do. So that so, is going to be the album uh, that you guys get in the fall. It's going to be a gifted album. It's, you know, primarily uh, You God Son, Method Man Son, Me, and Power. However, there will be features from Sun God. There will be features from YBB, as well as Master Killer's Kids and Jizz's Kids. And if all of them come back in, you know, between now and then to really put in 100% like me and Power are putting in, then you'll get that second generation Wu album that we promised people before. And we still have that in the works, you know, and we still plan on releasing more second generation Wu music. But since they are, you know, doing what they're doing, right now it's, you know, me and Power are going to release the music that we have as gifted. Dope, dope. I'm going to, I'm definitely looking forward to that. Um, I'm sure a lot of people are. Um, I'm going to keep my eyes open for that too, man. Um, backtracking you kind of talked about uh work ethic and it's just funny because i know i've spoken to bobby in the past uh he's mm -hmm. been a guest on on uh, uh, uh the radio show that I, I work on um shout out to everybody at the radio station Box radio love you guys love love we get hype squad um just uh you know right now with the whole virus thing we can't always be like, you know, together, together. So, Word. yeah. Um, but we love to go outside. So whenever, when this is all over, if you want us to come down to the office, we'll, we'll be happy to. Yes, for sure. Definitely, definitely, definitely love to have you guys. And, and Bobby, definitely love to have you back, man. Um, yeah, for sure. I, um, also wanted to say, you, you know, again, like you, like you were saying, business ethic, Man, you've been putting in work. I saw you've been doing this uh, podcast during um, during the oh, quarantine yeah. right now. Yeah, how did that come about? Um, well, I watch a lot of Joe Rogan, um, so I just I just feel like I have so many interesting friends and and uh, business partners. Like I and I and you know a lot of my friends who come to my shows, they know my my music friends but they don't really know them and, and vice versa. And I have some really interesting friends who are into a lot of interesting things. Like, so I just felt like having conversations and, and, you know, everyone's home and looking for something to listen to. So my fans can dive into more in depth. And it's like, I feel like some of my fans might listen to my albums and they hear these people, but they don't really know them. So I wanted to get a little more backstory on everyone and just having conversations, talking about, we're also talking about philosophy, talking about, uh, you know, everything, hip hop, uh, sports, anything, whatever comes up, you know. Um, I just thought it was interesting, and uh, yeah, so I just went for it. What's it called? Uh, it's called the Brisness Hours Podcast. You can find it on my YouTube channel, B R I Z N E S S Hours. But yeah, uh, besides music, I mean, I've been, you know, I've been kind of writing a book. I'm writing a book as well. Also, I've been doing a lot of things awesome. for OBX too, 
and I'm writing about, I'm writing a book, I'm writing for OBX2, I'm writing for my next album, The Emperor, and I'm also working on the podcast. So this quarantine has been very uh, beneficial to me because I've, I've been able to work from home and which has given me, uh, it's been a blessing. So I, I still have my income and I still have, and I have a ton of free time to actually work on my craft and, and my writing and everything. So, you know, that's pretty much how it came about. Definitely. No, I, um, I, I think there's, um, I think it's definitely interesting how all this stuff is, is panning out for everybody. I think um, people are starting to get a little bit more accustomed to it or, or, or at least like, you know, um, okay with it. I wanted to yeah. ask you guys. Oh, I'm sorry. No, I was just going to say, you know, it depends on the hand people have dealt, obviously, and like, it's tough for some people, but for some people, it's a blessing in disguise. So hopefully, whoever has the blessing that that they can take this time and do something productive with it or better themselves. But that's all I wanted to say. Yeah, go on. Sorry, to interrupt. Yeah, no, no, no. You, you could, man. Um, no, definitely. I, 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 um, I, I completely agree. I just wanted to ask you guys, um, what you guys think is going to happen after this whole virus and, and how you think this is going to pan out for music. We were actually just talking about that. Yeah, I'll let you answer this one because we were just discussing this. I feel like um, a lot of people, as myself, I feel very discouraged through quarantine and even right now. You know, to be working so hard on your music, to and you know, at at our level, and to put it out, um, to only have to continue to fight, not only you know with the peers and the competition that have million dollar labels pushing their media, but now we have to fight through all the corona coverage. And it's just like, you know, it's just, it's, it's a little discouraging, I'm not gonna lie, but we're still gonna stick to our release schedule, which we're gonna put out great music. And um, I think a lot of other artists that aren't on our level, maybe, you know, the ones that are still trying to make it to our level, um, will feel that discouragement and, and do something else. You know what I mean? Because even now it takes money to make money and it takes money to have a successful music career. And a lot of people don't know that, or they know that, and they're not ready or willing to, to invest in themselves. With the financial crisis that this country is undergoing right now, I do not think people are going to be doubling down into their art. I think the artistic community is going, and creative community is going to take a great hit because all these people that are unemployed, if they're not brave enough to put that unemployment into their art, they're going to still try to find a job or they're just going to work their unemployment and do nothing. At the end of the day, you also you need food, you need shelter. So, you know, it's going to, it's going to knock some people off their axis a little bit. For sure. Exactly. Yeah. It's making the grind that much harder. Um, and but it was I, never that easy. And it was, never, it was never that easy to begin with. Yeah. So the A-listers, they'll all be fine. They've got millions to, you know, sustain them. And then, you know, they've got the, the A-list touring companies just waiting for the planes to start flying again in the venues. The government to say the venues can pack up again before you know the weekends and the drakes and the Nicki Minaj and the Kanye's go back to their normalcy. But for the rest of us, uh, it's going to be a bumpy road. You know, even the Jada Kisses and the and the, and the Fabulouses, they'll be fine. You know, those are what B and C listers. But for the rest of us, the underground, the truly big underground that hasn't broke, you know, through the mainstream, that hasn't made it on Billboard. You haven't seen us on Sway or, or Breakfast Club yet. For all of us in that realm in that bracket it's going to be hard and i think a lot of uh, us are going to uh, you know get discouraged and, and 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 not push through and that's bad but it's also good because those of us that do have the determination to stick with it we have less uh competition 
you know, and it's and it's going to be a, a more, uh, it's less cloudy to to get the music through. You know what I mean? Like people are going to, you know, it's not so much noise anymore, and that means that the good music will prevail and and shine through. So I feel like those of us that are really, you know, just eat, breathe, and sleep music, just keep doing it, you know, and you'll get through whatever, you know, the pandemic, flood, fire, children, asteroids, the asteroids, <laughs> dinosaurs come back as robots. Like you'll you'll get through it if hip hop is in your heart. Definitely. No, um and 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 what you said about about, you know, um having not made it on sway or anything like that yo you haven't made it on sway yet let's just put it that way because yeah let me tell you you guys got bars i'm sure once this is over you guys are on the up and up um and everybody you know what i mean like like what all it takes is people just just recognition and 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 it takes time that of course takes time and grind but you guys have like I said, you guys have bars, and, and I think it'll take some listeners uh, out there to notice, and, and I'm sure they'll definitely speak up for you guys to get on, and uh, yeah. People, yeah, people are always going to need music to listen to, regardless, 100%. Definitely, definitely. So I'm I'm glad to hear that um, through this, you know, you guys have been staying active and, and busy still, you know. Um, what do you think though is going to happen? I guess um, for the like the music industry at large, like like is this is this like are we going to never have a concert again? Or, or yeah. like uh, uh, what happens to tours? The <clears throat> we got to look at it like this. America, you know, we're very in terms of media. Even in the media, you know, we're we're isolated. We don't always know what's going on outside of America, what's going on on in the world. Even with the pandemic, people are only really concerned with the, you know, what's going on in America. But, you know, North Korea had their, uh, they handled their quarantine and their pandemic like, you know, beautifully. They tested millions. They they saved lives. You know what I mean? And South, then right. South Korea. No, but I think the whole. I don't know if, if I'm wrong. In North Korea, if you go outside wrong, of the coronavirus, Google, you just Google, die. Google to, to verify because I, I'm, I'm not going to lie. I'm, I'm high and I may be wrong. But I know that I heard a news story where Korea, you know, they got it, handled it, and yeah. saved, and then they were good to go. Well, that's what good leadership you know, uh, does. A lot quicker know. than the other countries. And because of that, they were able to get back to normal quicker. And back to normal means the government is, the government is like, all right, you can do sports again, you can do this again, you can do that again. The sports industry is fighting so hard for them to have games without people in the stands. If that's allowed, then the concert industry is going to have to get a little leeway as well because it's not going to be fair. Oh, you let sports, but you're not going to let concert. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So then we'll do concerts, but maybe limited to a certain cap. Yeah. You know? So I don't think we'll never have a concert again. I do think the, the video services are, are, are definitely – capitalizing and i wish i invested in zoom last year but um <laughs> now we'll, we'll this people you can't keep people inside against their will forever you know people are not wearing their masks anymore the mayor said okay you can come outside on the 15th that was uh at the end of april and people were already coming outside may 1st no masks so people are going to do what they're going to do as soon as the venues are brave enough to open up or the government is like open up People are going to flood to them because they want to have experiences again. You know, you an experience, which is what hip-hop provides, 
is invaluable. It's priceless. People will die for that. So I don't. I think we'll have concerts this summer, July, <laughs> July. But as far as like like I was saying about people on our level, like we were negotiating, you know, a tour a, a small tour. We were negotiating um, shows in Amsterdam, Paris, and London right before the president announced the travel ban. You know what I'm saying? So like the, the the pandemic really just was like pushed everything back and and hopefully put everything on hold. But like I said, once venues are open again and flights are moving, hopefully those people will uh, reach back out to us again and be like, yo, let's pick up where we left off. And since then, we're still putting out music to show them, yo, we're still here, we're still dedicated to the craft, and we got even more fans since the last time you emailed us. We got even more content since the last time you emailed us. So that's why the determination through crisis really is important because you got to continue to build your catalog and your value. I just want to add, uh, he has a much more optimistic outlook than I do. I feel like, uh, you know, as a, as a, I studied history in school and uh, like, I just feel like um, it's always better to be safe to sorry, especially with a situation like this because uh, other pandemics in the past, people rushed back out and, and it doubled down and came back stronger. I do think though, I do agree. However, once people are allowed back outside and someone has a show, they're going to sell out in milliseconds. I mean, everyone wants to get back out there and people want to, like he said, experience things again. And I know people are going to just appreciate having experiences with their friends, with their relatives. Outside, with, yeah. especially anything outside. Yeah, especially an outdoor concert, like something like a Summer TNT stage. or something if like that. Summer stage yeah. decides to actually have, like they're allowed yeah. to do it and they're brave enough, Summer stage yeah. is going to be the most popular thing. Yeah, I definitely think outdoor things will be will open up beforehand. But most concerts are outdoors. You get football stadiums, baseball stadiums, you know. So yeah, but that's still packed together. It's still packed outside. Together. You can that's try right. to like you can like Woodstock. You mean like you limited, you, yeah, like uh, but you limited to instead of thirty thousand, fifteen thousand. I personally think that uh, with our next stimulus check, they should they should cut a couple hundred dollars off an issue everyone has in that too. But that's just my <laughs> personal. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, we get another stimulus check? They went through the house, but the tenants can probably shoot it down. But <laughs> I mean, that'd be nice. Um, uh, no, uh, no, but definitely, um, in, ter in terms of um, in terms of once this is all over, I can see like a block party just in the yeah, works. Yeah, for sure. Once this is all over, um, and that whoever's still standing in terms of artists, that's going to benefit them because, um, you know, you're, you're still standing and, and, you know, like I said, people are going to be lined up to have experiences and maybe they'll be more open to new music. Yeah. Because a lot of people just, going to see just music, spent yeah. a lot of self-reflection time, you know, maybe they're, they're realizing. And like, probably listening to their favorite artists to the, to and the drawn into the, into the ground. So they're probably tired of listening yeah, to their favorite artists. Yeah, you know what, that's, that's, that's brilliant. <laughs> Everybody's they're fucking fiending for new content. Yeah. Yeah. That is that. Thank you, Robbie. That, that just lifted my spirit. <laughs> no, I, I I agree with that. I I think I think once this is over, this you're gonna see like a very. I think it's gonna be revolutionary for art and music and everything. Um, yeah. Hey, one uh, step back, two steps forward, right? Is that that's how yeah, that's how it goes. Exactly. Exactly. You know, you'll and you'll see the the a lot of the like some of the amazing stuff that was made in isolation too come out too once right. it's all over too. Mm -hmm. A lot definitely. of quarantine mixtapes. Yeah, mix definitely. Is going to be the most, the most googled search yeah, for, sure. for the next six months because even I'm working on a quarantine mixtape and, and uh, 
yeah, people <laughs> running coronavirus uh, bars into the ground too. <laughs> it's true. But all that is true. Can I get a Corona with lime? <laughs> uh, yeah, that joke's gonna never get old now. Right. <laughs> uh, Can I get a respirator with my Corona? <laughs> oh man, poor Corona Queens. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow. They're gonna have to change their name after this. Most definitely. <laughs> uh, actually, I have a question. I have a question for Bobby, if I may. Wow, I'm getting interviewed by my co-interviewers. <laughs> Is it I okay if I ask it. Bobby? Yes, absolutely. All right, Bobby, what um what inspired you to run with your theme for your discography? Like you have this ancient yes. Roman okay, that's very interesting. historical, um, you know, and then the emperor being the, the, the third installment yeah. of a that's of the a part, part that's of the series trilogy, yeah. is is awesome and you've been building this for a couple okay, of years, so, so a lot of thought went into it. I'll say just for whoever's listening, my, my three albums my first one was called Byzantium. My second one was called Byzantine Thought and Culture. My next album will be called The Emperor. So I'll, briefly, I don't want to take up too much time, but basically when I, when I started making music, I always felt like it was my escape from this world and I wanted to create my own world and I wanted to create my own empire. Like basically the place where I'm the, I'm the leader of, I create, I'm the, in control of the creation of everything. I'm like the god of this world. And uh, I was in my history class with Byzantine culture and uh, I was like Byzantine. I was like, it, you know, it was like ancient Rome, and I was like, I'm I'm Italian also, and uh, so I was like Byzantine. No, and I just like was playing it off the words Byzantine. I thought, I thought you were black. I'm I'm like 0.4 percent black. No, <laughs> but um, but um, so I was like the Byzantine Empire. That's perfect. So that's what I rolled with, and then Byzantium, and then my second album was actually based off a textbook I had in that class. It was literally called Byzantine Thought and Culture. So I was just switched it to Britain's Thought Culture. And at the time was when I also started investing in Bitcoin. So I just thought like the abbreviation was BTC for the album. And I was like, I love it. Oh, wow. And then uh, the, my la my next album will be the Emperor based on the tarot card. So my the cover will be like me on the, the Emperor tarot card, basically. That's fire. Yeah. That's That's great. That's so you, so I just learned really you're a fucking history thief. That's what I just learned. Yeah, I'm a thief. Yeah. You're a history thief. I'm white. What you think? That's a brief summary. Right. That was crazy. Thing for a long time. <laughs> oh man. Oh man. No, I, 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 uh, I, I, I also wondered that um, about your albums as well. Um, so I just, I'm, I'm glad. I'm glad that uh, we got to that question too. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so I, I I also didn't know anything about the Bitcoin thing as well, so that that's very interesting. Yeah, Bobby's rich as fuck. He what was, was this pretending? What, what was that question? I didn't, I didn't know. Anything. Oh, the Bitcoin. Yeah. yeah, Bobby's rich as fuck. Um, I'm secretly a Bitcoin millionaire. We we're on a, we're we're doing this call from a yacht. I'm about to get yeah. in a helicopter right now to go have some filet mignon with um, Drake. Nah, yeah, you know, I'm I'm lightly invested, but I, I got in a little late when it started really booming. But I have a friend who was uh really into Bitcoin and got, you know, I don't want to say rich. I don't really know what he had, but you know, he he got in really early, and I always knew about it. And I just uh, uh you know, I think digital currency is the future for good, for better or worse, whether it is Bitcoin or whether it's some uh Federal Reserve based thing. But you know, 
cash is dirty. Yeah, cash is dirty, and they're making that driving that point home now. Right, you're like businesses so, that only take cash. I'd be like, how fucking dare you? I actually were talking about it in my podcast the other day. I always we were talking about like money's dirty and whatever, and I was thinking I had a song concept, and I had such a hard time right now. I'll, I'll probably revisit it one day, and I'm probably gonna give someone else the idea. But I, whatever, if someone else writes this song, go for it because I think it's a good, uh, it's a good concept. It's a basically don't, like don't give uh, it story. away. Don't give it away, man. Nah, so you know, whatever. No, no, he can tell you. If I'm gonna fucking do it right now, yeah, we're we gonna make it right now. There's, I mean, there's nah. a studio on the yard. Hey, what did Tupac say? If I if I don't change the world, spark the mind that does, right? Mm. So whatever. If and someone did. else takes it, he definitely but change the world. Fun. And he sparked many minds. But I always had an idea for a of like a five dollar bill and like just a story throughout the day of being passed around like go from a kid to an ice cream truck to a drug dealer to a gas station to a you know businessman and then just like following this path all day and you never think about how many people are touching that thing and like if they washing their hands or not <laughs> i mean i like to not think of how many people are touching i like to hope it comes <laughs> out of the machine fresh you know what I mean? Like it's just printed. It's sanitizing the ATM. Joyner Lucas, Joyner Lucas did a song where he it was he told the story of the journey of a hundred dollar bill. Did he? Yeah. Wow. But that's a hundred dollar bill. I mean, right. Like, no one's done a five. Fact. So You're right. Different. You know what? Like, I remember yeah. actually hearing that song, and now that you're saying, because I I don't really listen to you know? that crazy much, but the five dollar yeah. bill has got way different. It gets passed around a lot. And, more, <laughs> um, and then you know, like like Nas, he's got that song. He's uh. Rapping from the perspective of a gun. Yes. Right. And it's like, okay, I got a song rapping from from the perspective of a, of a pencil. Right. You know what I mean? Like you, you can take. Similar I got concepts. a song rapping from the perspective of a cow and a chicken. So. The factory yeah. farm cow and the factory farm chicken. That's a that's a no love that. That's a no to my uh, not to my veganism, my philosophy. But. <laughs> oh man. All right, man. This is uh, I hate to I hate to uh, break this up because this has been such a great um, podcast, man. I, I really, really appreciate having you guys both on this um, and and just being so candid and shit, man. I I, I really just, uh, I really appreciate Anytime. it. And so yeah, um, last thing I wanted to say, um, other than everybody's got to go check out, um, you know, um, he's black, he's white EP, everybody's got to go check out Pendulum video, everybody's got to go check out all your music, got to go check out the second generation Wu stuff that's coming out, the gifted album, um, man, uh, but yeah, just wanted to ask you guys if you have any uh, shout outs you guys want to make. Anybody want to shout out? Um, yeah, man. Uh, shout out to the Most High, keeping us all alive. We all breathing. Sun still coming up. Shit like that. Shout out to Power, my the other half of Second Generation Wu. He's not here. He's in a dungeon making beats that sound like RZA's clone made them. Um, shout out to. My wife, Prima777, you can find her on Instagram at Prima777. She raps better than me, and don't tell her I said that. And uh, shout out to my son, shout out to my unborn daughter, and uh, shout out to Bobby Briz. Boy, man, I want to say uh, shout out to my group OBX, Kids from the Burbs on the other side of the bridge in Jersey, Styles of Divine and Slick Chops. 
Uh, shout out to this man here, right, right here, Intel. You know, he's pushed, he's always pushed my pen and pushed and helped me push my career forward. Uh, and aside from that, I mean, shout out to my fans. I appreciate all y'all, all my listeners, my followers. Um, we got uh, there's more, there's more to the story coming. And shout out to you, man. And shout out to uh, and Abby, Kristen and Abby, the road dogs of the year, Michael J. Stock, Kristen and Abby, Kate. You know, all my my friends, Kylie, my graphic designer, Kylie Dimmick. And shout out to Bebop Radio, man. And shout we're looking to, forward to coming out there. All the, open. Shout out to yeah, all definitely. the Staten Islanders that fuck with us and Fact. all the Staten Islanders that don't. We love you all. Fact. The love and the hate both drive motivation, man. So keep it coming. Definitely. And uh, uh, shout out for, uh, to, to Raby also for, for putting us t- together again. Oh, um, word. The big dog. Yo, shout out to, super shout out to Raby. That man helped put me on Inside Edition. Everybody go check me out. I'm on Inside Edition. And they did a little segment about your boy's life story. Got me feeling like I'm the shit, but trying to be humble. Shout out to Kendrick. <laughs> But um yeah, yeah, shout out to everybody. We love you all. Everybody stay 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 healthy. And um shout out to you, man, once again for having us on the podcast and uh let us know what's up. We're gonna push this hard. Definitely, definitely.